This is a podcast from the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Dr Sylvia Parachini talks about the influence of genetics in dyslexia. Hello Sylvia. Hi. What is dyslexia? The word dyslexia comes from the Greek and it means impaired with words. Clinically, we define dyslexia as a specific impairment in learning to read, which cannot be explained by any other obvious causes, such as a neurological problem of lack of learning opportunities. It is very common and it affects up to 10% of school-age children. We don't know what are the biological causes of dyslexia, but we know that even if dyslexia normally is diagnosed when a child starts going to school, dyslexia is there since birth. So the causes of dyslexia is to be found in the early stages of brain development. How much can dyslexia be blamed on our genes? Studies in family, and especially in twins, have consistently reported that genes account to as much as 70% in dyslexia development. And this figure is telling us two important facts. First of all, the genes do play an important part in dyslexia, but also that they are not the only contributor in the story. In fact, dyslexia is a complex trait, and it's likely to be the results of interplay of multiple factors of both genetic and environmental origin. Are other disorders linked to those genes? This is actually one of the questions I'm trying to answer with uh, my current research. And we know that children with dyslexia quite often show signs that are typical of other disorders. For example, it's very common that a child diagnosed with dyslexia also shows signs for specific language impairment, which is a specific condition of the development of language or other disorders such as attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder. So with my research, I'm trying to establish whether common genes can explain the co-occurrence of clinically distinct disorders. What are the most important lines of research that have developed over the past five or ten years? The last years have been very exciting in the field of dyslexia research. Different research groups have identified independently different susceptibility genes for dyslexia that they all seem to point to the same biological pathway. It looks like genes conferring risk to dyslexia control very important stages during uh, fetal brain development. And this finding have now opened new research lines, so we want to study what these genes actually do and how they contribute to dyslexia, starting from their function during brain development. Another important observation has been the fact that the same genetic variants that has been reported to be associated with dyslexia do also contribute to the reading abilities of the general population, regardless of a clinical diagnosis for dyslexia. And this has changed a bit the definition of dyslexia, so we shouldn't really think about a black and white diagnosis, but we should think more of a gradient along a continuous range. Why does your line of research matter? Why should we put money into it? Dyslexia can have profound effects on an individual life and this can be very long term and they are particularly important when dyslexia goes un undetected. 
Typically, a child grows frustrated, loses motivation, and this can have a huge impact on his life. While it is quite obvious that dyslexia can have an impact on the academic career, on um, job achievement, it is less obvious that dyslexia does also have an impact on social interaction and emotional life, leading often to conditions such as depression. And it is estimated that dyslexia costs to the UK one billion pounds a year to support all the long-term challenges associated to failure to dis detect dyslexia earlier on. And this can range to problems at school, unemployment, antisocial behavior, and treatment of psychiatric conditions. How does your research fit into translational medicine within the department? The aim of my research is to understand and identify the genetic components of dyslexia and then to understand what is the underlying biology. And this fits with the general view of the department that is investing lots of resources and effort in uh, understanding the genetics underlying human, common and complex traits. We know that dyslexia is an heterogeneous condition, so it is quite likely that different groups of patients or people with dyslexia will require a different line of treatment. For example, we know that uh, color lenses might help some children in learning to read, but may not benefit everybody. So understanding the biology of dyslexia will give us the tool to design more effective diagnostic criteria and treatment plans. This is obviously a long-term goal. In the short term, I think this research is very important because it shows that dyslexia is a biological condition. Every now and then we hear debates challenging the existence of dyslexia or blaming parental education for it. And this is extremely frustrating for people with dyslexia. And I'm actively involved in making my research accessible to parents, teachers, and therapists. And they all want to know what dyslexia really is. And for example, recently I've been contributing some of the science section to a book by Liz Doonan. And she wrote, Liz is an Australian mom of dyslexic children. And she wrote this book both to present parents with practical advice on how to deal with dyslexia but also to make the latest advances in research accessible to a wide audience. And this book had a huge success, received lots of media coverage, and definitely contributed to raise awareness about dyslexia. And this went as far as bringing discussion about dyslexia at government level. And this is now very helpful that with this book, she's going to contribute in changing policy to support people with this disorder. Thank you, Sylvia. My pleasure.